Welcome to Zero Down Shots from the Economic Society of Miranda House. I'm Amulya. And I'm Niranjana. And today, we're going to be exploring the recent and rising influencer economics. The brilliant Andy Warhol said, everyone will be famous for 15 minutes. Today's topic, influencer economics, truly encapsulates those predicted 15 minutes of fame. Let's try and define the term right off the bat, what or rather who exactly is an influencer. An influencer is someone who has the power to affect the purchasing decisions of others because of their authority, knowledge, position or relationship with their audience. Additionally, they are people who have a following in a distinct niche with whom they actively engage. The size of that following depends on the size of their topic in the niche. Putting it simply, an influencer, especially in the economic sense, is someone who has influence over others' buying decisions. Are we just talking sales? God knows econ students hear enough about marketing and sales already. <laughs> but why and how is the economy different from traditional sales in the existing economy? So it's more personal. Influencers stress on forming personal relationships with their followers so that they're more relatable. Now that we've established what an influencer is, let's get into the creator economy. While influencers have more of a social media celebrity air, the term creator is more inclusive and wholesome. The term was marketed by YouTube around 2011 to make people feel more included even if they weren't stars on the platform. This is how the term creator economy was created. Pun intended. <laughs> In the sense that anyone who's making content for these platforms TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Clubhouse are now creators. Even OnlyFans has creators. So, like, <laughs> the term includes influencers, regular users, and goes beyond that as well. Like Nicole Quinn, partner at Lightspeed Venture Partners, said to the New Yorker, "I think all influencers are creators, but maybe not all creators are influencers." Summing it up neatly, Lee Jin, founder at Leo Ventures, says anyone whose fame stems from online channels, if they're able to earn income through that influence, I consider that to be the creator economy. Okay, let's now talk about how they really earn those big bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so the big players, proponents, if you will, of the creator economy are Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitch. That's right. These platforms are so big that even supermodels and actors have started their own YouTube channels and TikToks as additional sources of income. To start monetizing from YouTube, creators must have at least 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours in the past year. Once they reach that threshold, they can apply for YouTube's partner program, allowing creators to monetize their channels through ads, subscription, and channel memberships. Every time someone sees an ad on your videos, it comes towards your account. Coming to TikTok, users must be 18 years or older, need a baseline of 10,000 followers and have accrued at least 100,000 video views in the last 30 days. Once they reach that threshold, they can apply for TikTok's creator fund through the app. Here is where getting paid truly begins. With every 10,000 clicks, your number goes up. You can earn additional income from platforms through brand collaborations. Like on Instagram, for example, you can only earn through brand collabs. So there's no set way for them to make money. In most cases, they end up revenue sharing with the platforms like Niranjana mentioned. Advertisement revenue is shared by YouTube and Facebook to a limited extent. But with the creator economy growing more legit, 
and influencer roles becoming full fledged careers monetization is increasingly important in an interview with the new york times youtuber joshua wonders said with the internet and youtube there's always a concern of being demonetized and having your channel cancelled so people are always looking for alternative ways to earn money you never know where the platforms are going to take you at the end of the day so this is what led to majority of influencers earning from alternative ways like influencer marketing sponsorship or brand deals another good example of how this came out is vine legendary app paved the way for the create economy as we see it today a top vine creator said to buzzfeed in 2016 three and a half years is a long time to have us posting on your platform for free that's true that's true so vine peaked in 2015 and it helped popularize top creators like even Shawn Mendes Whoa. the lack of a support system however in place for creators led them to leave the app in flux so <laughs> rip vine rip vine so because these creators are more than just a marketing tool rather than social relationship assets brands are now preferring to collaborate with them to target certain audiences and achieve their marketing goals more efficiently So a study suggests that about 70% of brands use influencer marketing. A good example to elaborate upon here is Winkle. Yes, Winkle is a pretty good example of what we're dealing with here. So it's essentially an online influencer marketing platform, a place where as a brand you can find the right influencer to collaborate with and vice versa. To quote them by leveraging technology, influencer marketing can become highly repeatable and scalable for advertisers of all sizes. So basically it automates the tasks behind a brand deal, making it almost a single click away for influencers to find a brand or the other way around. Also a side note, the acknowledgement of the creator economy has also led to a rise in innovative platforms around content creation, proponents of the creator business. from editing platforms to marketing platforms you name it that's the concept of brand deals in a nutshell target audiences for brands and alternative monetization for influencers in fact according to research marketers aim to raise influencer market spending this year sumit walia a chairperson of product and marketing at oppo in india refers to them as key opinion leaders that's quite a big achievement like no cap yeah Taking a look at where the creator economy was before COVID, we see that the trend of influencers can be seen as early as 2012. Web 2.0 ensured that people understood the potential of the internet and utilized it to promote themselves or their brand. The economy, however, saw its inflection point in March 2020, as Quinn said. Why? The loss of jobs across the globe that the pandemic brought, as well as our suddenly increased appetite for content. gave the influencer economy a giant nudge a push in the right direction personally all i did for the first few months let's just say i'm not doing it anymore was scroll through reels on instagram or watch videos and shorts on youtube i practically witnessed the emergence of komal pandey vishnu kaushal and all these beloved influencers so true i think it's relatable for most of us It even acted as a mood elevator throughout the tough times we faced as people. This had another positive impact during the pandemic. Apart from boosting the economy, creators and influencers shared resource information for oxygen cylinders, hospital beds, etc., especially during the second wave here in India. This helped a lot of people since their audience was so large, it literally saved lives. Props to them man for real. I think that's super important. What's next though? 
as this pandemic is prolonging but hopefully drawing to its end we see that influencers are also facing burnout in a sense yeah the dread of the virus and news of imminent economic doom is making the influencing task more difficult perhaps in a post covid world luxury will be muted and there will be no obnoxious brandishing of logos and ultra luxe accessories i think if nothing else this pandemic has given us a new perspective on life So followers may begin to see the world through fresh eyes. The influencers' business won't vanish, but they will have to work hard to reinvent themselves. But on the other hand, the creator economy has proven that it can evolve and inspire innovation from its creators, even in the event of a global pandemic. That being said, let's talk about some of the flip sides that this industry has brought with it, and some of the challenges it faces. Yeah, so we've all seen at least one influencer's apology video or notes app screenshot. We also yeah. see especially male influencers glorifying mistreatment of women amongst other issues on reels and when they're called out for it, they act like it was nothing. These are people with a huge following, most of whom are teenagers. A lot of these apologies come from insensitive jokes, and the problem is that their followers will accept those jokes until someone calls them out on it. something smaller for example are those instances where influencers preach sustainability in one video and promote an organic haul in the next like keep up the hustle but can we stick to at least doing what's right right it's crystal clear they do it only for the money and a lot of them really don't care about the brand or their audience also speaking of organic the number of organic try on haul reels and pr packages on stories i've seen is insane Every second story is an organic haul. They do have some cute outfits, though. Not gonna lie. Yeah. This proves how saturated the influencer market has become now, which is one of the major challenges. Becoming successful in this industry is becoming harder and harder. You only get two seconds of fame, and to put it harshly, you become pretty irrelevant. But that's also a great thing because it gives a huge platform for anyone and everyone. Yes, speaking of good things, during the peak of covid times, we saw big influencers sharing covid resources and helping out in whatever way they could. We still see influencers like Kusha Kapila, Shrishti Patch sharing adoption appeals, amplifying voices of the marginalized communities and even helping smaller creators grow. Speaking of smaller influencers, let's dive into what we think might be the future of the influencer economy. I don't think we're going to be seeing a surge of collaborations with micro influencers because brands believe that more than the follower count the community engagement is important and with an increase in followers influencers tend to lose that engagement and authenticity a celebrity with millions of followers might only get a 1% to 2% engagement on even their best posts by contrast a micro influencer on the other hand might get close to 10% Also a huge influencer is much more expensive for the brands than a few micro influencers. Yeah, and even bigger than influencers are celebrities. And earlier we used to see a lot of ads with celebrities, but a study has shown that 60% of people will buy products promoted by influencers than by celebrities. And hence this influencer market is not going anywhere anytime soon. The next big wave in influencer trends is going to be more and more video content, be it shorter videos like TikToks or more about people's lives through YouTube or Instagram lives and stories. To wrap up, I wanted to talk about an interesting observation. 
Sam Yam of Patreon recognizes the drawbacks of this field and anticipates future wherein social media giants and creator economy brands will both be avoidable. A future where each creator will have their own custom-built platform, starting from the underlying tech to the final published content. Essentially, an ownership economy. That's actually pretty interesting and even foreseeable in the future. However, until those days come, we shall thrive in this attention-based creator economy where you have to be an influencer to make a career out of it after all. And that's a wrap on our session about the creator economy. We would like to thank the Zero Down team for doing such a great job in extending the podcast platform to the students of Artha. We hope this talk has been as informative and fun for our audience to listen to it as it has been for us to research and record. And with that, we bid you adieu. Shout out to ZDP. Stay tuned for more stimulating podcasts from them. Mm-hmm.